I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. Decisions I make. Impact. Impact. Every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my actions. Change my actions. Change my actions. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need to stop lying to myself because the only one I'm fooling is myself. I'm not a fake. life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here for they represent their family in you. So God, I pray that you continue to strengthen them, God. First and foremost, forgive us for anything we may have said or done that will breach our relationship with you and even each other. God, thank you for this day. For this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be exceedingly glad of you have set some things in motion, God. So we say thank you. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Even though we're not worthy of it, we appreciate it, God. Help every man to know and understand that there's more people concerned about their success than their failures, God. Thank you for everything that you've done up to this point and what you will continue to do. We give you glory and honor in Christ's name, I Amen. Amen. Let's talk about connection. Repeat this after me. Connection can work for you or against you depending on your connection. Connection can work for you or against you depending on your connection. Now, let's talk about that. Connections, a lot of us, depending on who we connected to, helps us or hurts us. A lot of times, we're not where we want to be because we have limited our connection. We're limited who we want to be connected to. And sometimes we limit who we are connected to based on what we heard, what we have seen, and what things may appear to be versus what they really are. Hmm. We limit our connections based on what we heard, what we seen, how things look, but how they may not really be. What they look like, but what they really not. 
Think about it. Just want you to think about that for a second. A lot of people you don't talk to because it's based on what you heard. Based on what you've seen. But it really may not be what you think it is until you get a little bit closer. In our history, it's just the world. Certain people have acted certain ways, done certain things, so we base our connections on what we've heard. Perfect example. When you look at some of the racial issues in America, you would say, depending on where you grow up at, or where you grew up at, because it can be currently even in the past, you will believe that certain people, I don't need to be connected to them. I don't need to be connected to this group because based on what I've heard, based on what I've seen, that's not somebody to be connected to. I'm gonna give you another quote. I want you to uh, say this, but I also want you to write it down. If you limit, Go with me. If you limit the people you connect to in the world, you limit in the world. If you limit the people you connect to in the world, you're limited in the world. Say that again. If you live it, if you live the people you connected to in the world, you limited in the world. I got five people who say that. Let's say it again as a group. If you live it, if you limit it to, if you limit it to, the people, the people in the world, in the world you, are you are limited, limited in, the world. in the world. Now, based on that, let's talk about who you are connected to. Talk about it. Tell me. Tell me some of the people you're connected to that have caused you to be where you are. We're going to talk about some accountability. I want you to tell me, how did you end up here? And who were you connected to that helped you get here? Me. No, so, who was some of your connections? Me. You. Who else you connected to that brought you here? Me. Another um, No. Let's, let's see. Now, we ain't being accountable. Who said again? The dope man. The dope man. Yeah, let's just get real. See, when you try to play like you just brought yourself and you didn't. Situations the people you connected to brought you here. Mm -hmm. But it had to be with me first. Yeah, but it ain't just you. It ain't just you. Because we don't live in a world by ourselves. Somebody connected you to cause you to start operating where you start operating, which ends up bringing you here. Mm -hmm. oh, it's your choice. It's your choice, but it's who you connected to. You said the dope man. Who else you was connected to? I was connected to. The liquor store. Come on, let's be real. You were connected to the liquor store. You kept going to the liquor store. 
You got us a connection. The dope man was your connection. What else? Friends. Courthouse. The whorehouse. Courthouse. 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 <laughs> no, I thought you said no whorehouse. <laughs> I thought you said no whorehouse. I didn't know you said it. Sounded the same. Courthouse. Okay. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. You was connected to a group of people with a negative lifestyle. That's what you were connected to. Think about it. People who do good stuff don't connect to people who do bad stuff. It's back to connection. You was connected to people who was engaged in criminal activity or people who was engaged in a lifestyle that did not allow you to grow in a positive manner. It was your connection. You started that connection even in your youth. Watch this. How long have you've been drinking a drug? When you was looking, when did you first start smoking weed? When I got out of school. When you got out of school, when did you first start drinking? 13, how old are you now? 37. 37. 13, 37. So that means you was connected to people who drink and smoke weed for that period of time. Am I right or wrong? You didn't hang around people who did not smoke or drink. Your connection was to people who smoked and drank. That's a connection. See, we overlook that stuff and we be like, I want to connect. Yeah, that's what you end up being. Connect who you connected with. I started drinking heavier when I started working at a bar. You started working at a bar. You started working at a bar. And what happened? There was like free alcohol. I, started, <laughs> I saw everybody drinking. Free? Yeah. And their connection was to keep them bonded from me. And I'm like, I want to try that too. Connect. Connect. Give me some other connections you had. Friends. Friends. Give me an example of a friend who's connected to. The one I'd call for money to go buy some dope. The one you call for money to go buy dope. <laughs> I got a friend that I know if I want to get high, all I do is just call this friend. That's how I'm going to get high. I'm going to call this friend. Connection. So connection worked for you or against you, depending on your connection. At that time, that was working for you because that's what you wanted to do. Matter of fact, we can throw this one out there. Family could be a connection. Because if you got family members who like to drink, who like to smoke, who like to drug, guess who you're going to be around? Family. Did some of y'all start drinking because you saw family members drink? Can I hear that? Yes or no? Your dad drink, your mama drink, your cousin drink, your sister drink. Drinking became a form of Connection. Let me tell you something. One of the things that happen a lot of times when people meet folks, check this out. You go out to dinner with somebody, and the way you connect with them is we eat. But then the same thing when we eat, we also what? Connection. 
something just that small. But hey, let's have a drink. So now, when you go out again with that person again, what are you doing? Drinking. You're drink before you eat. Drink before you eat. What you saying in the back? Okay. <laughs> but that's the connection. You use the alcohol as a connection in a relationship. A lot of times if you're if you're drinking or wanting to drink, you go out with somebody, oh no, no, I don't drink. A lot of times you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna hang out with this again. Because that don't connect with you. Exactly. Because even though they can connect, guess what? If they're doing certain things, that's where you really should be doing the opposite. Disconnect. If they're doing the opposite of what's not good for you, you should disconnect. You can't be connect and disconnect at the same time. Listen to what I just say. You can't connect and disconnect at the same time. Because when you try to connect and disconnect at the same time, you confuse. You can't say, Pookie, I'm not going to do drugs, but try to still stay connected to Pookie. Now we're getting into what's going to help you change. Does that make sense? Yes. You had hand Yeah, when you said the family though, because I was sitting inside my daddy, before my dad, he was sitting in my house, and that's how I started drinking. See, your dad. You saw your dad. And that's how you started drinking. You saw your dad. See that? That's how you get connected. You base stuff on what you see and what you hear. We got such a divide in the world today because of our lack of connecting. And we don't we connect to stuff we should be connected to, and we don't disconnect ourselves from stuff we need to be disconnected from. I got when you say me, because me means you brought yourself here. But what I was trying to get you to see is that the influences that brought you here. You follow me? The influences. And so our influences are based on who we connected to. Think about that for a second. When you look at basketball, you look at any sport, you're connected to that team because of something this guy does or even the city you from. Think about it. That's connection. Everything about us is a form of connection. We're connected to it. If you like rice and beans, <laughs> think about it. Let me ask you a question. What's your favorite food? Seafood. Where you from? L.A. What got you connected to seafood? Your family, where your family from? L.A. So seafood is big in L.A.? I don't know a lot about it. It is? It's on the Pacific Ocean. It's on the Pacific Ocean. See that? You down here in Georgia. Ain't that much water here in Georgia. But you always find yourself doing what? Looking for seafood. Because you connected. The seafood connects you back home. Even if you were sitting up eating some shrimp, you think about home. See that? Look at that connection now. LA is good the ways from here. <laughs> but you eat some seafood, it brings you back home. 
or the smell of it. Now the smell of it. Look at that. How many of y'all eat ribs? We got rib ribs in here. Okay. When did you first start eating ribs? When you was four. Where you from? St. Louis. Ain't St. Louis known for barbecue? Yeah, St. Louis ribs. See that? He enjoys it. He's been eating barbecue since four years old. So when you start eating barbecue, you think about what? Think about home. That's how powerful connections are. Well, on the negative side, if you smoke some weed right now, it'll connect you back to weed. When you was a teenager, think about it. Or let's use this for certain music. You can listen to some old school music right now, a certain song. It's going to connect you back to a certain time in your life. I'm just showing you how connections can be powerful, but they can be very discouraging, though, at times, too. But that's just about connections. But what I want to talk to you about is how you start getting different connections. Because in order for you to grow, you got to be able to come out of your comfort. Because we come. I remember growing up in school, and I was in the school, we was doing this whole, you know, it was, we had just segregated. And I remember when we would have a basketball game at school. And it happened this way. It happened every game like this. All the black kids went on the side with all the black kids. All the whites would go on the side with all the whites. Like, what? That's how it went. Because you were comfortable with someone that looked like you. You come, and you have been taught this is who you need to hang out with. Am I right or wrong? You're right. You hang out with a certain group of people because that's who you're comfortable with. Drug users hang out with drug users. Drug dealers hang out with drug dealers. Drug dealers ain't going to hang out with somebody straight because they're going to think somebody straight is going to turn them in. They connect. So what has happened with most of us, we stay around what's comfortable. And what's comfortable keeps us complacent, which means we don't move. We stay at the same level. We don't grow. Or we grow with just that group. Think about it. Think about it. Why do you think, even when you look at things today, Alabama and Georgia was a team that did not have a lot of minority quarterbacks. Let's just say, not, not, not Georgia, school Georgia, but I'm just saying, just look at how things have changed. You look at some of your major colleges now, they have minority quarterbacks. And at one point, they didn't do that because it was divided. You stay over there, we stay over here. But if I want to compete, I got to get someone who can do the job. Doesn't matter about race. 
At one time, Alabama did not have minority players on their team. Hey, hey, watch out, watch out. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. They did not have minority players on their team. Look what has changed. Matter of fact, I was watching an NBA game the other night. They got a female referee. And they got female coaches coming in the league because they recognize connection. Well, if the world is changing, why are you still holding on and not connecting to people that don't look like you? See, I told you earlier, if you don't connect outside of what you've been connected to, you limit you. You limit who you are. See, but if you go back to stuff that was told prior, you thought that that was good. Don't deal with this white guy. Don't deal with this female. Don't deal with this person that may not have the same sexual orientation that you have, but they're in a job setting. See that? But if you limit who you deal with, you limit how you grow. To a degree, you will. I'm not saying you got to be the best of friends. I'm not saying none of that. What I am saying is that you got to start operating out of your comfort zone. That's why connections can work for you or against you, depending on your connection. So what limits us from going further? Talk to me. What stops you from meeting somebody different than you? Location. Location? What else? Yourself. Yourself? What else? What else limits you? Huh? No connection. No connection. No connection. Bro. The people that you've been dealing with for so long, like, they ain't got no good connection. So okay. Therefore, they don't have you can't get no good connection. What about pride? Pride. Major. Pride. What's personality? What stops you from connecting to other people? I just ain't. I, 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 I trust. Trust. Yeah. Big one. Trust. 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 I don't trust them. Some of us grew up hearing that our whole life. I don't trust them. Be honest. I don't trust black people. I don't trust white people. I don't trust. I'm serious. We've grown up with that. I can't trust that white man. I can't trust that black man. I can't trust that Latino guy, that Mexican guy. He want my job. Yeah. That's a, trust is a major problem. Yeah, y'all write that down. <laughs> I got trust. Trust. Write that down. Trust. Trust is a powerful piece. The lack of it will keep you in the state that you're in. Or the, or the, the embracing of it will cause you to grow. The lack of it will keep you in a certain state. The embracing of it will cause you to grow. Let me say that again. One more time. The lack of <laughs> the lack of trust will keep you in a certain state. 
the embracing of it will cause you to grow. You got to trust somebody. Huh? The like of it will keep you in a certain state of mind, place, but the embracing of it will cause you to grow. I'm telling you, man, when you limit who you connect to, you limit your growth. You limit your growth, man. I remember when I was running this organization, again, back when I was a little bit young, and we were trying to raise money. Trying to raise money. And the club needed money. That was part of the Boys and Girls Club. I tell you, the Boys and Girls, we needed to raise money. That was part of my job. So I had this guy on my board. Man, he was a person. He said, Don, you need to do a golf tournament. You know nothing about golf? Then <laughs> you need to do a golf tournament. No, no, not about no golf. Then this guy who used to play football in the area, who went to the pros, Jeff Blake. Who? Jeff Blake. He was quarterback for Cincinnati Bengals at one time. Uh, he played for the Jets at one time. He played for the Saints at one time. So Jeff Dad was a coach at one of the schools. Didn't even know the guy. Named Emory Blake. And so this guy said, you ought to do a golf tournament. And so I found out who Jeff Dad was when he talked to him. Found out who his agent is. Had never wrote a letter to an agent. Nothing. I just got the agent and wrote a letter about wanting to do a golf tournament. This connection, now this principal that I knew connects. And his uh, agent wrote back and said, we'll, we'll be willing to do that. That was one piece of it. But then I met this other guy. Connection again. The short guy. He's a mentor of mine today. His name is Andy. The short white guy. And both of these guys white. Check this out. Andy said, I'll help you with this. Andy didn't really know me. But he saw what I was doing with the kids. Andy came in, found the course, the golf course, and we can go play on it. Helped me connect to other people, other businesses and everything. We ended up, that first year, we did the golf tournament. We ended up doing $2,000. That was just the first year. Second year, we had raised $50,000. But not only did Eddie do that, this connection. This connection was so deep, man. I still remember it today. He had Planet Hollywood down in Orlando. We did a press release. That was on ESPN. We ended up having the thing roped out that night when we did the actual, uh, we had like a little dinner thing. We had other football players from other 
So you know, teams there comes Jeff from there. We had this whole thing in playing Hollywood. Then that weekend, we did something for mothers that was in the club, all the parents. We had something at SeaWorld. We had something at Sea. We had all this major piece, and it started with a And here I am, this little guy, don't really know nobody in that Sanford area, take a club and then connect the people that brought more vision to what was going on. Not only did we have them involved, we got Disney involved. Yeah, we had a lot of people involved just from that connection. Just from that connection. And it kept growing. Kept growing because I was willing to get out of my comfort zone. Because I remember the year before I had met with people in that community, all black in the community, trying to connect, uh, get money, trying to raise money. You know, I raised about about five hundred dollars. <laughs> because one guy, a commissioner, gave me a check for some computers. That's it. But the other people did not help. But guess what happened? When I went outside of my comfort zone, people got upset. Damn, some people that look like me, like, oh, he got all them other folks involved. <laughs> See that? I got the other folks involved because it wasn't about just one group of folks. It was about everybody. The club wasn't just for black kids. It was for any kids. I was trying to get resources in to help all the kids. Had another situation like that, that same organization. I remember I had all black kids in the program. But my thought of it is, I want any kid. Guess what happened? Some white kids started coming to the program. I remember these white kids came to the program, stopped playing on the pool tables, started having a great time. Guess who started getting mad? Black kids got mad. Mr. Miller, they ain't got no business here. I said, hold on a second. I said, so you upset because these kids come in and participate in the program and enjoy these same pool tables that you won't even play on. Let me help you understand. For you and your mama and the whole community, this club ain't just for you, the club for everybody. Because I was willing to go out of my comfort zone. I couldn't stay comfortable. That's what that's not who, who I'm built to be. That started when I was young. But in order for that club to get what it needed, I had to go out of my comfort zone and connect the people that did not look like me but thought the same way I thought. See that? See, that's what you fail to realize. We all men here, different races different places where you come from, but we all got the same thing we're trying to get to, a better life. Yeah. That's why the group is called Men Making Better Decisions. That's all it takes is for you to make better decisions. We're trying to get there to where, hmm, if I did this, my life would be better. Mm -hmm. Don't you know some men sitting in this same room can make a decision to help you where you might really need help at, but you won't know because you won't get out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. 
You comfortable. See, when you get out of your comfort zone, you'll talk to the man next to you. You don't care who he is, where he's from. You want to know what's going on. Got to get out of our comfort zone, man. That's why we only connected to a limited group of people, because we're comfortable. I know I have that right. Y'all want to talk to certain people because you're comfortable. Some of y'all got certain ways you look at women, so you look at women as only a weapon, something that you can take advantage of, but you won't look at them and talk to them about what they can help you with. Oh, I know I got that. I was like that pride. I'm a man. I supposed to leave. They got a house and I'm in an apartment. Mm -hmm. They must know how to handle their money a little bit better than me, right? I'm a man. They ride the car, don't get on the bar. What? I'm walking down the sidewalk. I'm walking, and they ride. Evidently, they doing something you might need to know about. Gay guy on the job. He the man, but you mad. I can't get nothing from him. He wrote me. The guy don't want to do. I'm telling you, the guy don't want you. If he leading, find out how he leading. And that don't mean he slept with somebody to get there. Come on, man. You got to be open. You got to be able to meet people and talk to people and learn from people. You got to strengthen your connection or your AKA your dead word. Yeah. Your connection or your network. I got people I counsel talking to me about writing new stuff. Yeah. I got people that counsel me. Yeah, man, I'm connected to people. I'm trying to connect people, not so much for me, but even for other people so that I can connect you. Yeah, see, the connection ain't for me. Connection is for anybody, it's for everybody. Because that's how it works. If you know somebody, they know somebody. They know somebody. They know somebody. Yeah, that's connection. That's what it's about. Partnerships, relationships. Yeah. Relationships. The way I got connected to some new stuff I'm doing, it was somebody else that came to see me. I talked to them, they connected me to somebody else. I don't even looking for it. Yeah. I'll give you a perfect example. I'll give you another one. This, this last uh, certification I just got. Certified. Master's Addiction Council. Mm -hmm. Check this out. I've been trying to get a CAC, which is a lower level. Okay, sent the people my money, the application, never heard about it from. Check this out. This girl, another therapist in the same building I'm in, who we're talking one day. She said, No, they got this process for the CMAC that they grandfather people in. All you have to do is have your master's degree, got experience through classes you take, because I've taken a lot of classes on substance abuse over the years. 
got all the stuff that I needed. All you have to do is get a letter from your employee and turn in the application with all your other stuff. They'll give you CMAC. Did it, got it. But guess what I did with that? Another group that I worked with outside of here, the uh, one of the supervisors said, hey, I want to get the CMAC. This is what you do. Gave them the same information that was given to me. Matter of fact, gave girl a sample letter that I wrote. They're going to get it because it was connecting them. That's what connection does to having other people. It ain't just about me. <clears throat> See, that's what you got to get away from. You got to get away from, I need all this for me, this for me, this for me, this for me. I want all the money. I'm getting, I want everything for me. I don't care about nobody else. It's all about me. It's all about me. No. It's all about us. It's all about us. I'm going to bring that brother here to help you. That's what, that's what the goal is. Now I want to help me. Because if I help you, I'm helping me. If I can keep you out of jail, if I can keep you off of drugs, and I can keep you out of doing negative stuff and doing positive stuff, guess what? I'm helping you help your community. That's what I used to say about those kids. If I can help one kid, they go home and help their mother. They help their mother, they change that family, they change another family. If all these families change, guess what happens? The community changes. But it starts with one. Yeah, man. I've been by connection my whole life, man. It ain't changed yet. Because I'm trying to connect people to resources. Somebody called me the other day and asked me that. I said, Miller, this lady who I'm dealing with, in reference to her business, this is what happened. She asked me, she said, do you have anybody that can help with HR and stuff? Mm -hmm. I said, yes. I know this lady, that's a friend of mine. I'm going to turn you on to a lady working for her. That's a job. But guess what? She came back and asked me that question. She said, no, are you just about always trying to connect people? She said, yeah, because they, that's what you do. My daughter wasn't even in a church. She had just got her life in Alabama. I knew an attorney, this lady came on my radio show, an attorney. She came on my show, we was talking, and I said, hey, my daughter just graduated from college. She'll be in Atlanta this summer. Do you have it over? She said, send her my number. My daughter talked to them, the first attorney job she had in Atlanta. Ain't no attorney? <laughs> I don't know nothing about the legal world to a degree, but that helped her. Guess what? Helped other people. Business folk. It's all about connecting, man. Got nothing to do with me. Ain't about me being no great person. It's just me being able to utilize what I have to help somebody else. But when you're not connected to people, you live it. You don't know who's around. You don't know. Say, say I, don't know. I don't know what's in this room. What's in this room? But, I need but I need to get out of my comfort zone, and, comfort zone. Find and find out who's in the room. Come on, man. You'll be sitting in the room with a, with a CEO right now, one of these guys here. But you don't know because you're basing it on yourself. Who in the room? 
You need to start talking to each other, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you guys recognize the power in this room, you'll understand this power in you. Because you in this room. Ooh, let me say that again. If you understand the power in the room, you the one in the room, which means this room is power. Because you have a skill, this other guy have a skill. Watch this here. What's your skill? Give me, give me somebody with a skill of uh, landscaping. Landscaping. Give me another skill. Yeah, truck driver. Truck driver. Give me something else. Electrician. Bob. Is that what you said? Okay. Sam. Now, look at what you just said. Landscaping. Truck driver. No, uh, electrician. Electrician. Truck driver. Truck driver. Did you say Bob? Bob. <laughs> All of that stuff can be a business in itself. Bob is a little bit opposite. Oh. But I'm going to just use these three here for a second. <laughs> Electrician, landscape. Every house that's built don't need what? Electrician, landscape. And matter of fact, a truck driver may have to transport the materials. The materials. But if you ain't talking, that's a business right there. We got the barber there. Give me somebody. Barber well. And all of them got to get their hair cut. See that? Everybody, see, cause the barber, but check that out though. See, but again, a barber could be a resource that they utilize for men who they have on the job that don't need their grooming done. I got a barber, man, that I can send you to to get your grooming done. See that? But if you ain't connecting, guess what? You're missing out on opportunities. Right here together. Let me tell you something. We get contracts. Could it be that some of you guys pull yourself together, come up with a company, you can get your own contract? Mm -hmm. But you don't trust each other. You don't trust each other. He got a barber. That if he get his license as a barber, we got barbers that come here. <coughs> Did you know that? We got a set of barbers that come here at least once or twice a month to cut hair. But because he's an individual, I got my own thing, I ain't willing to connect. He's so busy doing his own. When the opportunity is right here laying for him. What, man, let me tell you something, man. Opportunity is always in your face. It's just a matter of if you're looking for it. Yeah, it's right there. Don't we have a barber that come here? A group of barbers? But my man now, he in his own thing, and sometimes we in our own way. Say that. Sometimes. Okay. Matter of fact, most of the time, I'm in my own way. Most of the time, we in our own way. Because we so used to doing our own thing. We're in our own way, man. When you come to this program, certain things you need to do, do them.
repeat this after me. I, I need, to learn need to learn how, how to, get to get out of the way. Of the way. I, I need, need to learn, to learn how, how to get out of the way. You got to learn how to get out of your own way, man. You do. I've done that on several occasions, man. That allow my ego, allow my pride to get in the way. And when all I had to do was just step aside. Step aside. Just step aside. Yeah, just step aside. Because sometimes we in our own way, man. People got all kind of opportunities. But sometimes the way we think, and sometimes we feel like we've been personally persecuted, and sometimes when people come at you and it seems like it's hard, could it be they're trying to get something from you to get something to you? Mm-hmm. Could it be that? Could it be that I'm trying to get something from you so I can get something to you? You so busy trying to protect stuff when you need to just open up and say, I'm open. I'm open. If I can't get now, tell you if you're trying to hold on to it, some stuff you need to let go. You can't get it. Get out of your way, man. Get out of the way. Your own way. Only thing we trying to do here, man, is restore you back to a higher place than you were when you walked in here. We trying to restore you. We trying to get you self-sufficient, sufficient self. We ain't trying to get you to go stay with a woman. We ain't trying to get you to go and do something with somebody. We trying to get you to get you together. If you get you together, the woman comes. If you get you together, the job comes. But y'all need to start talking to each other, man, because you don't know what's in this room. You don't know what power's in this room. There's some brothers in here got some stuff going on, they made some mistakes, but they get themselves together, you never know where they're gonna end up at. Yeah, you never know. If we got one brother that was in here, he got his own cleaning company. Clean for this organization. Even clean for the CEO. But came out of this program. Yep, came out of this program. We got brothers doing some good work out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's in the room, man. You need to start talking to each other. You need to start connecting. Connections can work for you or against you, depending on your connection. Yes? Um, you know how you come up against other writing yesterday? Well, if I go with the business cards uh, first, is that like a shortcut or should I? Business cards are good to have, but if you're giving out a card, can you do the business that's on the card? Are you in a position to do business on the card? So you got business cards. You pass out 100 cards, and 50 people want the business. Are you ready? It's like the fact that you paused, that means you ain't ready for me. <laughs> no, seriously, you see what I'm saying? You got to put yourself in position first that you can handle whatever you're trying to go after. And if you can have a certain stuff, but if you just pass our cars, you get this great demand, and you don't have anything in place, guess what? You're going to lose the business now. 
Don't focus on that. <laughs> focus on figuring out what it is you're going to do. Put that in place first. People will come. Disney said that. If we build it, people will come. Let me tell you this, man. I'm going to give you four things that I want you to remember. Then I'm going to cut this off. There's a group of people that's not going to help you. It's not going to get what you're trying to put out. There's a group of people that will do and pay for whatever you put out. There's a group of people that's considering doing or supporting what you put out. And there's a group of people waiting. There's people waiting for what you have. When I tell you the world is waiting on you, it is. We got electric cars now. Who thought that was going to happen? world been waiting on We got internet. Who thought that was going to happen? The world been waiting on <laughs> We got all kind of phones now. But you can see people on the telephone. The world been waiting on it. What you think about you? Whatever you have, whatever gift that you've been given, the world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? That's the key. What you gonna do with what you have in your disposal? In your hands, what you gonna do? That's what it gets down to. What you gonna do with it? Are you just gonna waste it? Or are you gonna let the world see? The richest place in the world is the graveyard. And the reason why the graveyard is the richest place in the world is because all the gold, all the dreams, all the inventions in the grave. People never got a chance to see it because the person took it to the grave. They never got a chance to see those inventions. They never got a chance to see that vision because they took it to the grave. As long as you're alive, you still got time to improve. That's something Senator Poitier said. As long as you're alive, I remember they were doing this interview with him. And he said, they said, what you doing, Senator, you getting old? Senator said, as long as I'm alive, I can improve. <laughs> what? Yep. Then I heard this other song. I'm going to leave this with you. This brother was saying in the song, he said, when I die, I want to be empty. Say, I want to be empty. And what he was really saying is that all the gifts and talents that God has given him, he want to be empty because he done gave it all out. Man, come on. Y'all still got time to do what you need to do. You still got time. You still got time. The world is waiting on you. What you going to do?